I guess I'll take Roxy. Unless, uh, Luke, it's been a bit since you've done something. You want to take Roxy? That's... You can take Roxy. I'm Listen, I'm here for additional voices. <laughs> yeah, I just don't want to leave you out. Oh, I know. I appreciate it. But no, go for it. Okay. Unless you're getting tired, I can take over if you like need a break. But uh, yeah. let's see what we do after this. All right. How many? Well, the next one is like four people. Yeah, I'll be, be fine. Yeah. Hey, hope you don't mind. I pulled you off to the side like this, away from other nice pals for a little one plus one rocks and cow time. I might be greedy as shit. I don't mind at all. I'm still getting used to the concept of in-person socialization at all let alone with so many people. And yes, you may be greedy, but if so, then so am I by this exact same standard. Fuck yes. Like a couple of friendship burglars picking each other's pockets all shifty-eyed looking out for cops. But also giggling, I guess, because that's in the spirit of the scenario in question. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you're really here. It hardly seems real. After all these years and how you were just like a mystery friend online and then how worried I was we might lose you for good. But now... Wow. I know. So you and Jane and Jade were hanging out? Yes, it was great. We drew and told stories. I'd heard you died, so I was holding out some hope that you would show up too. And you did eventually, just not the version of you I expected. I never dared to think you would bring me this gift. Well, I swore I would. And John kind of double swore he would help. Damn, kid's persistent. I like him. He's easy to talk to. Yeah. I've read about him, of course. The reality of someone standing in front of you is quite different from when you what you read about them is a, a text. But then, I have no idea how accurate anything I read is anymore. I was believed I was possession of the text which decoded your future, and I behaved toward all of you in that sly and knowing manner, avoiding spoilers and such. I clearly didn't know. That was probably... Uh, Presumptuous of me, though. In hindsight, I clearly didn't know that much. I certainly didn't read anything about my own involvement. I never could have imagined being here. You were still helpful, though. You were the force in our lives that gave us hope that we could all get together one day. Going down that road has been crazy, by no means a smooth ride. I'm losing count of all the times it looked like everything was about to break or catch fire, actually did break and catch fire, resulting in loads of dismay. But when you look back, every time things went to shit, there was always something constructive about that turn of events. Something that was necessary for the good outcome to happen at all. So whenever something stupid happens, like some a-hole gets a bonehead idea to steal a ring, then everybody dies horribly, and at the time you think you're going to curl up and cry yourself into weepy non-existence, maybe those aren't even bad realities. Maybe they're as important as any. And so are all the experiences that you had in them are so are the experience of everyone who died, because you don't just get to say your experiences are more important or significant just because you happen to be someone who survived longer. I guess what I'm saying is... I'm grateful you let me go on this adventure, and not even in spite of the hardship it involved. I just had a little time to think about it in the Firefly Nothing space, and I think all of it was good. I'm happy that I could play such a role in your lives. I don't know if I deserve much credit for those positive revelations about your journey, though. You're the one who's been on the adventure. I have spent all my life in my room, and then every moment of the afterlife cowering in fear. I'm only now that true participation is even a possibility, but even so, I really doubt it. I don't have to, I'll have much to offer. My other self, who I just released, I think she is poised to do something much more significant. What do you think she'll do? 
I have no clue. But she told you to live, right? Yes. By which I can only assume she meant, yo, live it up, girl. Like, uh, go shopping or something. Or rocket down the highway in a convertible with cash flying out the back? <laughs> this is not the sort of sentiment I can imagine coming from her under any circumstance. But yes, maybe it's something to the effect of encouraging me to enjoy my existence, as communicated by a more typical... Did we fall asleep? <laughs> nope, I'm right here. Okay. <laughs> Truly a social me- uh draw my existence as communicated by a more typical truly asocial member of my species. Really what I took from it was she is the real one with all the power and relevance now and I am the spare, a civilian in the sense, like in a war. And the only use for civilians, from a militaristic mindset, are as those who live their lives in whatever completely irrelevant way they choose to. These are the collateral states, the ones for whom the war is theoretically fought, but whose lifestyle choices, happiness, and such hold no concern whatsoever for those fighting on their behalf. This, I think, is the mindset of Chev's, of her alignment, as protectors, it is the responsibility they have with those they protect. And so that is probably the relationship she believes she has with me. You make it sound like she's the legit Callie, and you're the afterthought. Like the one from the funky reality that didn't go right? Technically, her timeline was doomed by her predomination alone. Even so, yes, it does feel as though my reality was the oddity. Chaps were never supposed to grow up like me. Uh... Exposed to other caring people and learning from them. It may be different and unfit to predominate. Yet, ironically, this was requisite for the timeline's success. And it was necessary for you all to begin your journey as well. So this seems like an example of what I was just saying, actually. The story of the two Callies. Neither is really more important, and your timelines can't really be described as the good one or the bad one. There were good and bad things about both ways stuff went down and different qualities of the people you became. Her life sounds like it was harsh and lonely in its own way, but it sort of paid off because she got to beat her brother, but then got arbitrarily punished for that outcome because it wasn't supposed to happen? And then finally you meet her and free her or something so she presumably gets to go off and do something badass? Then there's you who had probably an even more challenging upbringing getting so hassled by your brother, and he killed you, I guess, because the way the deck was shuffled and he had the edge this time. But the upshot was you got to have all these great friends who cared about you, and it helped you because the nice person you are means a lot to other people. And now you get to live whatever kind of life you want and be completely free from all the crummy stuff you grew up with. Who cares if you aren't as strong as her or don't have the wicked powers she does or some important mission to do? You both came from perfectly legitimate realities and IMHO, you're both equally valuable. And both of those realities seem to be tied together. She can't do her mysterious badass thing unless you make it all the way through your journey and free her. And your reality was the thing setting the stage for this huge multiversal vortex of problems, which, after a kajillion fucking epochs, she was always meant to resolve in some way. And that doesn't mean your life was like a means to an end in a big cosmic sense. I think it's more like you are the end, or one of the ends. You and me and everyone who made it and everyone who didn't. 
So that means you don't have to be able to do a lot of super special shit to validate your identity as the real version of yourself. The only validation you need is being who you are, because no one can be that person but you. Oh, well, Roxy. Yeah. Gosh. I love my space case. <laughs> space case. Space case. Those are very inspiring things to hear, Roxy. I hope you're right. But even so, I think I would have still liked to be useful. You can be. You can help me out. How? I know you aren't god tier or anything, or probably never did much to get in touch with your aspect, but maybe that doesn't matter. You're space, right? Uh, yes. Uh, Musa space. It sounds cool. It is cool, I think. Especially having seen what I could have been. No, but that potential has to be inside you somewhere. Actually, it's one reason why I wanted you to be with me here for a while, aside from the catch-up a bit. Uh, what do you need me to do? Nothing really. Just be here with me, while I try this. I, I don't know why, but I feel like your presence will help. And if nothing else, I just like having you here. Makes me feel better about trying to focus on this weird little chore. Uh, but you think my aspect is relevant? Maybe. I think space is related to this in some abstract way I can't put my finger on. I gotta make this egg, see? Huh? But it isn't really just an egg. It's this hella complicated egg in both its biological design and everything it represents for the future of an entire civilization. And I don't have the genetic or chemical or molecular blueprints for it or anything. I have to figure it out using just thought. Like ideas. Ideas that are really basic and live in this primordial sort of quasi-consciousness. So I have to build the idea of this egg in some way before I do anything. Which means trying to grasp its reality and what it represents. It's like a funky little construct of biological propagation. And I think that intersects with the nature of space. At least as we've come to understand it. The propagation of space is really just some profound cosmological feat of reproduction. That is a literally biological process, right? Pretty much. So to make this egg, as a rogue of void, what I'm really doing here is something kind of insane. You yourself told me once how I'd be able to do this crazy shit. I did. I'll be like, probing nothingness for an idea. A pretty complicated idea in this case, and pulling that idea from unreality. So maybe if I'm right, and a closer connection to the nature of space will help me locate that idea. Almost like standing next to an antenna to boost the signal of that idea, then maybe my chances will be better. And hey, even if not, it's just nice to have a friend nearby while you try to do something hard. Hmm. Next. Adorable. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're back to the, uh, select the screen. select screen. Uh, I'll take Jane, I guess. Alright, I've got John. Okay, uh, we can now see that, uh, Dirk and Dave, Dirk has walked over. Yep, to he's Dave. Sure, he's like, check it on Dave. <laughs> he's like, are you good, man? Uh, the, we can see that they're talking about uh, Jasper Rose Bright, uh, Kanaya, Terezi, Terezi, and... Terezi and John, oh boy. And also... Uh, <laughs> fucking Harry Anderson. Harry Anderson. Because, <laughs> of course. Uh, uh, me- there's a second Mina. Or no, Mina is thinking about going swimming with dolphins. Excuse me. <laughs> yes. <laughs> While the Vriskas fight. <laughs> Mina's alright. Yeah, I like Mina. Mina's good. Next. 
What do you uh, think they're talking about? Oh, what? Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, nope, just, I'm going to take Jane. Everybody else okay. got everything. Everybody cool? Yeah, I think so. I'm going to be Rose and Terezi. Yep. Okay. okay. What do you think they're talking about over there? I suspect Roxy wanted some time to catch up with an old friend. I'm sure I'd want the same if I hadn't just had an extensive reunion with her myself. Yeah, I guess we should all just chill out and give them a moment. It wasn't quite time to head to our battle stations yet, so we may as well try to relax until it is. I imagine it's a lot easier to relax when another version of yourself hasn't been hijacked by your dead cat. <laughs> yeah, it probably is. Maybe you should try not to let her bug you, Rose. She seems harmless enough. Plus, she's pretty funny. Sounds suspiciously like the advice of someone who's never had to deal with an outlandish alternate version of themselves. Hey, I've bumped into other Johns a few times. Can't say the experience has been anything other than perfectly agreeable. You mean, Johns that were essentially time duplicates in the course of your retcon quest? Yeah. Those don't count. Uh, those were just regular Johns. What I'm saying is, you never had to deal with the John who was like half Harry Anderson and half of Maplehoof, the dear departed pony. Wow, that sounds great! Come to think of it, you're the only one of us who haven't, hasn't. I mean, of our original group of friends. Uh, Dave had Bird Dave, Jade has jog, had Dog Jade, now I have... Cat Rose. Where were we... Why were you left off the hook? Huh? Guess you guys are just luckier than me. Even putting aside the wily welcome body horse laptic routine she represents, and the machine gun salavo of upper... Boreas remarks and conduct which my cat is apparently capable of releasing from my subconscious. I'm not sure where this leaves me. What do you mean? I felt I understood my place. I've gotten myself in order, somewhat. My, um, beverage decisions had gotten more reasonable. I was ready to bear down and play my part in finishing this. I could even handle a straight rose sprite brought to my doorstep by the sweet imbecile of a pet. Idiotic though that was, I was still clearly Rose Prawn. But can I really say claim that now? She's a sprite. Squared. How is that even a thing? Can someone tell me how that's even a thing? I can't tell you how it's even a thing. I think we're all just as flabbergasted as you as its thinginess. What's next? Is there a sprite cubed or a... Let, let's not even take the avenue of thought, this avenue of thought. The point is, she might be quite powerful, insightful, in spite of the besh, the beats that rents, she rents headspace out of, intelligent as well. Doesn't she arguably have more claim to being real Rose than I do? I don't think being the real Rose necessarily means being the one who's more outgoing and chatty and powerful and stuff. I'm not sure it means anything. I think maybe we should try to drop the stuff about who's the real version of who anyway. It's weird, and it just hurts people's feelings. I don't care if my feelings are hurt, though. I just want to know where I stand. I really don't think she's that threatening to you. Believe me, you still seem like the Rose I always knew, whereas she doesn't quite. It seems to me she's a lot more interested in having fun and zipping around like a silly lunatic than usurping you as the main Rose. Sure, that's what she wants you to think. But why do you care? I thought I heard the other Rose say before she was a cat that she liked the idea of being some sort of backup Rose. Do you not feel that way too? 
Uh, that was a different context. I probably would have felt the same way if I found myself in her exact situation. Jasper changes th everything, though. How Now I feel a certain responsibility, like I have to really step up. Step up? Yes, to make sure I stay regarded as the exemplary model. To provide assurance that the concept of roseness itself doesn't degrade you, the black market peddlers of substandard shit. Basically, I need to defend the integrity of the brand. <laughs> oh my god. What? Nothing. I just missed you so much. Aww. I'm Rose is very brand. worried about her brand. <laughs> Rose is a millennial. <laughs> yeah. Next. My brand missed you too, John. Your brand is good taste in friends and kicks ass. Nerds. Hey, how do you think Kanaya and Carcat are doing? They're probably getting a stern earful of rolling monster patoy... Patuus right about now. Do you think they'll succeed? At what? At... Talking to a monster? I don't know. I think Carcat will probably fail to understand the monster and possibly also successfully shout at the monster. Kanai, I think, will probably successfully do something sensible in response to whatever the monster demands. So, you think they're going to pull it off then? I'm still not sure what it is, but yes. Well, the idea was to release the frog, I think. You think so? That's what Vriska said. Vriska says a lot of things. That's the basic idea, yes. But monsters can be complicated. Regardless, I think the right person was summoned to handle it. You really trust Kanaya, don't you? Uh, sure. Not to change the subject too hard into something maybe you don't want to talk about because of your brand, but I think you make a nice couple. You, you do? Yeah, I thought so last time I was saying it with you both in the screwed up timeline, but nah, I didn't say anything then. I still think it's true. I'm glad it didn't change my retcons and things. I am too. Maybe that means it's a strong relationship? If it can survive, God, whatever the hell happened, a, a hard three-year reboot, and then the sudden presence of Vriska? When you put it that way, it really does sound like you're trying to fuck us up. <laughs> Nerds! God. Next. Terezi, shush! What? I have just been minding my own business, and in no way whatsoever saying anything directed to the couple of silly nerds saying darky things. No, you said nerds twice. You always say nerds when in earshot of other people who are just being friendly. Isn't it weird how you are making this observation and no one else is? What? No. Meaning maybe I only say it when the pair of nerds in earshot happen to include you. Uh... <laughs> oh, what was that look? What look? That look you just gave me! I didn't give you a look, dingus. Yes, you did! Don't look at me like that! Whatever look you think I gave you, it was in your imagination. It is possible you may be flattering yourself, Egbert. Oh, whatever! Hey, 
What are you even still doing here? Were you gonna go with Dave and get ready for battle? Yeah, I just giving him and his bro some time to themselves first. I'm sure they could use it. And whatever the hell was going on between them, the last thing I want to do is involve myself. That sounds even more awkward than laying around you goofy bunch of nerds being all cute and mushy with your human family and friendship stuff. Yeah, you sure do sound put off by it. All hanging on our every word and such. It takes a will of iron, trust me. Uh-huh. But, yeah, I, I actually do agree. It does sound pretty awkward to be around Dave and his bro while they, uh, get to know each other, I guess? Yep. I'm not sure how well Dave really even knew his adult bro, actually. Aside from bogusly idolizing him in a way that was really transparent that he didn't. I wonder... I wonder how different Dirk is from him, if at all. I wouldn't be the one to ask. What do you think, Rose? I don't think there's anyone who could answer that. I suspect literally no one in the history of anywhere has ever met both people. Until, as of, no, as of now, Dave himself. Uh, I hope Dave's okay. God. Next. Uh, and just Roxy. Yeah, we're really going through these. Yeah, uh, we're getting there. Dirk had gotten out his com- uh, Karkat's computer. Yep. <laughs> uh, everyone else is talking about Roxy and Calliope. Yep, and uh, Mina has moved on to fantasizing about gold. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Roxy's floating now. Yeah. Uh, and everyone's thinking about Roxy. Yep. Next. And she's... Just sitting there. Next. Calliope sitting there. Next. Oh, she's doing some voidy stuff. She's doing the finger thing. <laughs> Next. Whoa. Oh, she sees all of space. Next. Whoa. Oh, she's like seeing like all Gathering the... Gathering energy. Like, yeah, it's like she's making a spirit bomb. Yep. <laughs> Next. But she's like oh, seen Alternia. Next. Like all the stuff that's happened on it and all like the ancestors. Yeah. Next. She's seen all the mother grub and all of the um The symbols. The symbols of that like hemospectrum. Next. She sees the, the orb. Matriorb. Yep. Matriorb. Next. And she, she makes got it. it. Boom. Next. I, I don't know how much you guys have talked about it. Roxy has the coolest fucking powers. Oh, yeah, God. She can pull something out of nothing. She can steal the nothingness from a non-existent object to make it real. That's crazy. Yeah, and they do that Shit's thing at the wild. beginning where it's like, oh, yeah, no, my power suck. I can just make, the, like, screens black out. <laughs> yeah. Right. Kelpie's yeah, very surprised. Powers. Yep, Next. Hell, Next. yes. Hell, yes. <laughs> Egg. Egg. Next. She's doing the John dance. Yeah. yeah. I love the John dance. Uh, it's a great dance. Now Dirk's lying down. I like to <laughs> think... Oh, God. I like to think that uh, Dave's watching the Dane Cook movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Jasper's Bright showed back up again. Yep. 
Mina's thinking about being carried by, like, Gamzee's ancestor. Yep. Uh, Callie and Roxy are flying away. Yep. Rose is very mad at Jasper's right. Fair. And yeah, Roxy's flying away. Next. So now we got, uh, Jasper's right and Jane. Oh, I don't want to do it again. I can do it this time. Thanks. It's me again! Cat sounds, cat sounds. Miss me, Rose. Did you know I love you? Weird thing for me to say and you to hear, probably. I inherited the adoration our cat had for you, which now, strangely, is directed with the exact same intensity at myself because I'm you. Funnily enough, this manifests itself in a particularly acute form of narcissism, which is something we were already sort of afflicted by, and so was our cat by the very nature of the sort of animal he was. The bottom line is I'm pretty twisted up inside in all the most beautiful ways, and it's wonderful. It really isn't. God. <laughs> Next. I'm a sin against nature, Rose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a being that should never exist. And pinching your cheeks. As much as I enjoy getting a load of that gorgeous whiskerless mug of yours, it's not actually why I drop by. I'm here on a curt matter of business with Jane. Uh, huh? We have to prepare for our healing duties, hammer out a strategy and such, really sink our claws into the expensive upholstery of the problem. But first, I have somewhere to take you. Uh, what? Where? Healing duties. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Uh, I Next. decided I, won't, I don't want to read Homesuck anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, she just grabbed Jane and flew away. It, it, oh, it, God, yeah. It's the same way as, like, when Jane got taken by uh, Dirk and Roxy. Right. Yeah. There's someone you really must meet before we all start skittering across the street laminated floor of combat. As the ghostly spiritual guide of whomever my whims decide, I should be serving at any given moment. I can't allow another second to pass without introducing the two of you. Who? This way! Next. Who could it be? Who could it be? Uh, going to Jane's going planet. Going to Jane's land. Next. Oh, oh Jesus. <laughs> She's fine. ripped, Jane. She's fine. <laughs> She's a god dear. It's fine. Next. Yeah, she comes out the window and just fucking slams into a statue. Next. She's looking up at it. It's her denizen. Oh, next. <laughs> She's squinting. Next. Uh-oh. Oh, now Sprite's behind there. Hell yeah. Next. <gasps> Next. Nana Sprite, which is her. Yep. Next. And yeah, that's it. Yep. Uh, let's see. I like when you bounce over the the four on the left, just shit talk, shit talk, shit talk, <laughs> shit talk. John and Trez are just gonna fucking kill each other by the end of this. They're either gonna kill yeah. each other or fuck. Like it's one yeah, or the other. One or the other. Uh, now they're saying that, uh, and also, uh, Rose, they may have to ask, uh, Rose and Jasper Sprite may be in a, maybe cosmesis. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, me is thinking about <sighs> kissing a gold statue of herself. Yep. Uh, Roxy is flying back to uh, Lofaf. Back to Lofaf. Because Kanai is there and she needs the matriarch. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, next. Uh, yeah, we're back. We're on Lofaf with a. Uh, Callie Roxy. and Roxy. Yeah, Callie mm-hmm. and Roxy. Yeah, they've. Next. Landed at uh, Jade's house. You could stay here with the others until this all blows over. With who exactly? Jade! She's sleeping. Please keep an eye on her, okay? Yes, of course. I'd be happy to. Also, a man they call the mayor's here? I don't know much about the dude myself, but apparently he's a hell of a guy. Give him my regards. I will. Next. Oh. Aww. Aww. Yeah. Next. Aww. Yeah. Next. So, yeah, if we make it through this, I'll come back for you, and then we figure out what happens next. I can't wait. I hope you're not sick of hearing it yet, but I'm still so psyched you're with us. Of course I'm not sick of it. It's just... Ugh. Uh. Callie, in times such as these, you know, words have trouble cutting it. Come here. Next. Keep me in your thoughts, okay? In the luckiest and magicest way you know how. I will, Roxy. Now if you'll excuse me. It zoomed all the way out. Yeah. Yeah. Next. I've got a delivery to make. Fucked up. Yeah. Fucked up. Next. They kissed. <laughs> they definitely <laughs> kissed, for sure. Uh, uh, Fuck you, could- hussy. Hussey couldn't, like, like, he was like, but one of them doesn't have lips, How, what do I do? <laughs> why, why, why you gotta sink my, my backup ship right here in front of me? Listen, I didn't sink it. <laughs> I'll, fucking, I'll fucking sink your ship. Oh. I mean, John fucking... can still be there. <laughs> uh, Rose is fantasizing about smothering Jasperos with a pillow. Yeah. Uh, I mean, thinking about her having a yacht... Yeah. Uh, yeah, Roxy's floating over Lofaf. I love the shot of Callie in the mayor. It's so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm here now. Hey, what's hey. up? Like, neither of us have any reason to know each other, but hi. <laughs> right. Next. Okay, who wants to take who? Uh, uh, I can do Dirk still. Okay. Um, Luke, you want to part? Fine either way. Uh, sure, I can do it. Okay, go for it. All right. Maybe we should go over this again. Because honestly, I'm still not sure I get it. What? Who are we actually fighting again? Jack Noir? Yeah, well, one version of Noir. There's a shitload of them, though. Which one is this? He's yours. Ours? Yeah, the one from your session. But our Jack spent months in prison. Well, I guess he broke out. He's kind of like a huge fucking deal now. When did that happen? I have no idea. I wasn't here. I guess neither was I. He's got Lord English powers, though. He's apparently, like, just fucking wretched news. Damn. 
He's gonna be hard to beat. Even armed with the ultimate weapon. Some swords. Sounds like some shit is going down. <clears throat> Let's not downplay our sword gambit, though. I have yet to encounter a problem where a sword didn't factor in the solution, at least in some way. Yeah, I bet. Bear in mind, I actually haven't solved many problems over the course of my life. But the ones I have, man, swords proved hell of inter uh, instrumental. What do you mean you didn't solve many problems? Didn't you, like, program robots and stuff? I guess I mean real problems evolving people. Oh. Those. Next. Did Dirk whenever, like, swords? Can swords solve this? <laughs> Can swords solve this? Can I stab this problem? Just like uh, one of those, like, decision graphs. Right. It's like, can you use swords? Yes, you got this, bro. No, fuck if I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, Jack has Lord English powers. Yep. Does that have anything to do with Jake? Not according to my current understanding of a mostly nonsensical body of information. Hmm. What does exactly mean, then? Eh, not sure. Mostly that he's really hard to kill, I think. Okay. Well, that's decent intel, at least. He might be vulnerable to Welsh things, too. Don't quote me on that, because it'll make me sound like an idiot. All right. <laughs> Next. <laughs> oh, these good awkward boys. These awkward boys. Next. You know any of your eyes? I already said I don't know. Right. Next. Guestimate. Uh, not soon enough is my best guess, and I guess also my opinion. Okay. Next. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Is everything all right? Oh, boy. Next. Sure. It just seems like maybe you aren't that into this. Or at least not as much as I was whenever I imagined the possibility of us meeting. Were you? Yeah. I guess I'm not doing a very good job at showing it now. I think that probably is just what I'm like, though. Uh, you don't say. I mean, when it comes to people in general, but probably especially people who are an important part of my life. So, you think I'm an important part of your life? I... Yes. You don't actually know me, though. Not this me. And I'm pretty sure you didn't know the other guy, either. That's true. What is it about me that's important, then? I'm... Not sure I ha how to answer. Why? Because I'm getting the sense that you might disapprove of, disapprove of whatever I might say. Maybe you'll think it's weird that I idolize some version of you that I never knew. <laughs> idolized? See, it makes... It seems like you think it's weird. Uh... Uh, yeah... I shouldn't have said anything. 
these dumb boys. These idiot boys. <laughs> Next. I don't know if it's weird. I just can't process it. Why? Because uh, maybe that has anything to do with you, per se, but how have you, my bro? And I've got to say, meeting you, it's not rocking my world here or upending any paradigms or whatever. Listening to you and looking at you, it really, really just reminds me of him. I know you're different and all, and also, like, the kid, I guess, but you don't feel that different. And hearing anything like that, like about idolization or like you were actually looking forward to this in any sincere way, it's kind of fucking jarring. Huh. So, like, things between you and me, from your perspective, um, are we, like, not cool? Uh, no, my dude. <laughs> We're super not. <laughs> Next. Well. Well. Here's well, I guess. I didn't fucking like you that much, okay? Oh. Why not? Honestly, I don't know if I want to get into it. Okay. Next. He's gonna... The storm rolls in. Yeah. Next. These boys are gonna make me sad. Yeah, and these clouds are just... Like, yeah. the movement of the clouds gives you a sense of how long they're just sitting in yep. silence. Next. Yup. <laughs> Next. Next. Yep. <laughs> okay, maybe I'll get into it. <laughs> Next. I don't know why my friends got to have adults around who cared about them. They complained bitterly about stuff, so I guess I convinced myself they were all in the same boat as me, but that's not how it was. Their complaints were trumped up nonsense, and I bought it because, I don't know, I didn't have any frame of reference. But his dad and her mom, no matter what they said, it was so obvious they cared about them deeply. Even Jade's weird fucking grandpa who died when she was young obviously would have done anything for her. Why did I get such a raw cut of the asshole deck? And why did it take me so long to figure that out? And, like, he's dead now, so that's that. So all that's left to do is look back and try to put the pieces together in my first 13 years. And all I can think is, what the fuck was that? I don't come away with the impression I used to try convincing myself of that he was, like, mysterious or stern or aloof. The only feeling left is this insane impression that I was raised by somebody who fucking hated me. And the whole act of even raising a child was some fucked up game to him, like parenthood was one of the highest tiers of irony in his solemn bullshit bro ninja code. So he went through the motions and did whatever he thought was funny or badass, but under that weird stylistic and totally sociopathic approach to parenting, I can't even imagine there was any emotion toward me other than some sort of loathing. What did he do? I don't want to get out the laundry list, but for reference, laundry wasn't one of those things. That was just one of the many little domestic things I just had to sort of figure out. Sort of like I eventually had to learn what the real purpose of a refrigerator was from movies. Wait, what? I don't know. There's too much to even get into. Just, I don't remember the atmosphere ever not being nerve-wracking. All having to sneak around and... <sighs> My shitty childhood spider senses are tingling just thinking about it. It was training, you know? But you know what it really was? It was some vicious shit that was bad and sucked and I hated it. It didn't make me stronger. It did the opposite. 
It made me never want to fight. It made me never want to see blood, or be near danger, or hear metal sounds. It made me hate the idea of being a hero, because he was a hero, and he ruined the idea of heroism. I don't even want to be fighting this shitty version of Jack, but hey, nobody else has secret Welsh powers, so I guess I have to. Uh. What gets me is how long it took me to put all this together. To stop seeing it as some kind of roughhousy and eccentric life I had, but was otherwise normal. It took years to deconstruct it all and put it back together to understand how fucking mad I should be. And in particular, how stone-cold, deeply uncared for I was my whole life. Like, being merely monitored by a violent robot. I only started getting it after spending a lot of time in person with a bunch of people who actually did care about me. And I could start feeling like, actually, somewhat human for the first time. Instead of some sort of runty afterthought to a household cabal of smutty puppets. Puppets? The fucking puppets! I know how it sounds, but I am not joking, and there is no shred of doubt in my mind that he loved all those puppets more than me. Honestly, it's possible that he was just insane and that's that. I guess it didn't help either that we lived with what we have come to understand may theoretically be the most evil doll to exist in the universe ever. In fact, it's my tenuous understanding that he came down to Earth with that thing and, like, actually grew up with it. Maybe... Maybe spending 30-some years being inseparable from that hell puppet had some effect on him? Maybe if it hadn't been casting a spell over our apartment 24-7 since he took me in, grinning, glaring, laughing in my sleep, maybe our lives wouldn't have been quite so... Maybe we would have... What? Oh, buddy. Buddy. Oh, man, this page gets me just as bad as it did when I first read it. Oh, yeah. I'm crying a lot right now. Yeah. Dave. I'm glad I passed that one. <sighs> Dave's so good. Oh, Dave. There, there's a lot I relate to that in ways I... I yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dish. Next. You okay there? <sighs> yeah. That doll. That was Cal, right? Yeah. Right. My version is empty, apparently. Whatever that means. Huh. How do you know that? A source. One supposedly nodable in Juju's. I never quite knew what that meant, though. Well, whatever his was, empty is never how I would have described it. Hmm. Man, I don't know if I figured something out here. Like, uh, explain something, or if I'm just driving myself crazy with this talk and nothing even needs explaining. It doesn't change my past or how I feel about him. He's still pretty much awful, no matter what the reason. And I'm sure that's the only feeling I'll ever have about him, so who cares why it was like that? Yeah. Next. I, I, I think that was important to say. Like, no, it doesn't matter if it's fucking yeah. Cal. It's... Yeah, it doesn't matter. That... All sounds really bad. I, I don't know what to say, though. Maybe I shouldn't say anything. Since I just remind you so much of him for, um, 
obvious reasons. I don't want to make you feel worse or make it sound like I'm offering a defense for him or me. Because I don't have one for either of us. Come on, man. You didn't do anything. This is just some douchebag with your exact DNA who happened to grow up to be my bro. You had a completely different life full of, like, different choices and actions and stuff. And even if you were going to turn out like him, you've barely cleared the halfway mark on actually chronologically getting there. In some way, ranting about all this is probably just uncool of me because you aren't him. You're not responsible for any of this shit, but I'm sort of implicitly tacking it on you anyway. So, sorry about that. I'm not sure it's true, though. At least I don't feel that way. What way? That I'm not him. The fact is, I am. It's something I've come to understand about myself. All splinters of me are basically me, no matter how much I want to resist that truth. Or pretend they aren't reflecting my own qualities back at me. I bear certain responsibility for all of them. Splinters? Yeah. I guess the concept isn't that unique to me. We've all got our version of ourselves running around here or there. Uh, throughout the various compartments of this messed up cosmos. Right. I just happen to be particularly connected to mine. I felt haunted by them. And what that really means is I'm perpetually haunted by my own bad qualities. So when I hear about stuff I did in another reality, I'm not sure that my adult, what my adult self might have ever tried to do to atone for that stuff, if anything. Eh, pretty much dick squat. Yeah, but if any case... I'm sure I was completely in the wrong, and I'm sorry I messed up your life. <sighs> Next. Thanks, but eh, it still feels a little odd accepting an apology from someone I just met and technically had nothing to do with my life. Even if you do feel guilty splinter ways or whatever, it's just a messed up situation. And I guess I had to vent, and there was never anyone I wanted to say all that to, and... The only thing that was going to drag it out of me, I guess, was like a teen stand-in phantom of my dead bro. Just some perfectly innocent dude having to take the brunt of this shit. I'm not particularly innocent, though. I messed a lot of things up. With my friends. Honestly, that's why I wasn't the... bent on sticking around when I showed up. And pretty much jumped at the offer of flying here to... Get ready for some yet-to-be-explained battle. Battles are easy. Stew, sword, some bad guys. It's a lot simpler than having to answer the, for things you did. For the most part, I feel pretty bad about the world I've played in my friends' lives. Especially Jake. What happened there? I don't even know. An unmitigated disaster for which... I'm entirely to blame. It's not any one thing. I think it's just a completely toxic element in his life from day one. I don't know what he's doing now. I would be surprised if he was trying to avoid me as much as possible. I'm sure that's for the best. I think I need to stay out of his business for a good while so I don't risk poisoning another innocent kid's life. 
Like I did with you, apparently. Yeah, I mean... Maybe it's a little different, because relations between peers is a whole other thing. It's tricky shit, and you're both figuring stuff out on a relatively equal footing, and you're both at the same point in your lives. It's not like when one person is older and supposed to be a lot more... Eh, never mind. This is a fucked up thing to think about. But the bottom line is, yeah, laying low while you sort out your stuff can't hurt. Right. The thing with that, with my adult self's... ways... The sad thing is, I can really see it. How someone like me can go unchecked in life and turn out to become a much worse person than I already am. I guess I'm just relieved I still have some time to make sure that doesn't happen. You don't actually seem like a bad person to me, though. No? Nah. Why not? We did just meet after all. Because, I don't know if truly bad people wrestle so much with whether they're good or bad. I think if I ever sensed my bro, like, struggled at all with what he was doing, or who he was, or showed any sort of doubt, that might have changed everything. But there was never a crack in it, or the slightest hint of introspection behind the aggressive cool dude facade. If there was, I sure never noticed. I mean, personally, I think about it all the time now. What it actually means to be good or bad, or if not something that starkly moral, at least trying to examine the difference between being decent and being a douche. Maybe it's because of him I worry about that now, but for me, I think that internal struggle is kind of mild. For him, or you, I mean, it sounds like some pretty dark shit. Like grappling with becoming evil versus simply trying not to. Yeah. That's not too far off. But the point is, even just talking to you a little bit, it's obvious you've been fighting with that. Which means that you care enough to put in some effort. I think that counts for something. Next. Maybe. Not sure if I'm ready to accept a pat on the back for recognizing I have some problems and worrying about whether they'll destroy me and fuck up people I care about. That might be setting the bar kind of low. Well, when it comes to the subject of him, the bar is already pretty low, dude. The weird thing, honestly, is that I'm actually kind of refreshing to hear a sincerely level-headed critique of all my negative qualities coming from another person invested in a relationship with me rather than from a fucked-up iteration of myself or as some bizarre, trollish form of self-abuse. The only thing I've ever been exposed to are either various forms of self-loathing, either from me or my autoresponder or attitude completely oblivious to my real issues, as expressed through my friends. My friends always seem to cut me so much slack, or were just never aware of the kind of person I really was. Well, Jake probably is, by now at least. But he's also the sort of guy who just as likely blame himself for the stuff I did as he is to blame me. Jane and Roxy, though, never seem to see anything wrong with me. If anything, just the contrary. Roxy in particular had a certain fixation. She meant well, but was so enamored by me and seemingly everything I did, which I think it was the last thing I needed, to be idolized in some form by other people I respected. I know that feeling coming from within, particularly when I was younger. Since then, it's been plagued by the same insane ego of my 
youth in the form of an artificial intelligence I designed, which essentially trapped the state of my mind as sort of horror to spit in animation. Till recent developments, of course. So, was that stuff true when you said you idolized the other version of me? Yeah. And not just some bullshit like how I used to say the same thing about my bro when I didn't know any better? It's definitely not like that. I never lived with him or met him or so couldn't have anything like the continuous relationship you had with my older self. We had a he was a historical figure from centuries ago. There's a lot to admire and think about fondly. Especially since I was alone and never any direct contact with another person or any concept of civilization. So even though I'm sure I romanticized what his life was like in early 21st century in general, it was nice to think about you. I passed a lot of time that way. Next. You say there was a lot to admire. Like what? Well, he was pretty famous. Made some successful movies. At least under a somewhat expansive definition of success. And an even more expansive... Definition of movies. His works accumulated a lot of subversive political influence, which got him in trouble later. He made like a million bullshit Statues of Liberty, uh, scuffed them up with JPEG artifacts and lit them all over the planet. Holy shit! He's also a pretty badass swordsman and an active member of the resistance movement. He slaughtered the crown presidents on the roof of the White House and then flew away on a shitty skateboard. And it seems he gave the Batwitch a pretty good run for her money. It wasn't enough, but at least he went down fighting. That? Yeah, I'm gonna need to hear more details on this sometime. Sure, but as you can tell, clearly there's a lot to look up to. I thought about the examples you set constantly. The creative ideals, the advanced theories of irony and humor, the tales of courage and martial prowess. Really, I modeled everything about myself after you. Or at least everything good that I was trying to become. But I probably spent an embarrassing amount of time imagining what it would be like to live during his time. And to be able to have someone resembling a sibling relationship or... Be in some sort of master-apprentice situation. When I finally learned you existed and started to understand who he really was in relation to me, that put a lot into context. I realized he was a version of you who got a chance to live up to his full potential. But, and I understood there was a young version of you, in a situation sort of like mine, whose time on Earth got cut short when he was thrown into all this. I was at least happy to think that there was some reality where you got the chance to do everything you wanted to do, be successful, and if ultimately... Uh, and fight for all the right things. Even if it ultimately didn't lead to a great outcome for humanity, you had an opportunity to live a full life and show what you are made of. Well, I guess I had the same opportunity in your world, somewhat less fortunately. Yeah, but then for all my whining, I guess I still never grasped your full reality. Just like you probably didn't grasp mine, but just reading into the mindset of a historical figure as best you could... What if I wasn't as heroic as it seemed? What if adult me was kind of douchey too in a way you couldn't observe? Perhaps. But beyond a certain point, I think accomplishments speak for themselves. I don't know if you can just completely shred every person who ever did great things because they had some flaws. 
All I could say is it was important to me to see him the way I did as a good person who inspired me and set the standard for what I wanted to be. It kept me going. That said, I'm also glad that there's this version of you who got to go through all the things you've been through. Like, yeah, you didn't get to be the cool celebrity who cuts down juggalos or badly defaced government property. But this idea of a normal life who's really taken from you and it's the, something you're never going to experience. This is so much more challenging, uncertain. You get to apply all the potential you showed in one reality to something much bigger and more existentially critical. Whatever strength you showed in trying to save a dying planet, the fact is, I think you need that more here. And the trials inherent in being a part of something like this, I think they bring more out of you than a relatively pedestrian life on Earth would. More, make you face more things about yourself. At least, that's been true for me. It sounds to me like the experience you've had changed you a lot. For the better... You mentioned the experience with him uh, that was designed to make you stronger and actually made you weaker, but really, I doubt that's true. I bet you become stronger than you realize, not because of anything he did, uh, but because of what you've done and the ways you've changed yourself through your own effort. I hope it doesn't come off as overly sentimental garbage, but it seems to me like you've turned out like a really good dude. Like a really... Like, really, a better sort of dude I ever imagined talking to when I pictured me in the legendary guy I t idolized. I pictured him as probably being too cool to be the type of guy you are. But you know what? Fuck being too cool for that. Next. You... You don't think I'm cool? Nah. I mean, in the right way, yes, I think you are. But in a way that doesn't mean anything, it doesn't matter. Not particularly. Uh, anyway, that's all my stuff with respect to your other selves. Again, there's a lot more I could say about him. Maybe stuff you should know. Or maybe it's all irrelevant. It's all past we're on now. Regardless, it's be more than willing to answer my any questions you have about him. More than anything, really. Feel free to ask me whatever, okay? Uh, yeah, I... Next. Uh, I'll have to think. Next. Dave just stares off into the... Next. Yeah. It's just looking at some weird... electrode thingy. Yeah. Next. Yep, just keep Next. staring. Yep. Keep staring. Yep. You can see the clouds moving in his glasses, Next. so I'm a lot of time's passing again. Yeah. Hey. Ugh. Huh? Sorry about this. What? Next. For what I'm doing right now. This this bullshit right here. Oh. What? It It's... Next. It's really fucked up of me. What I'm presently doing, so... Sorry about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Man, this is some fucked up shit, alright. I know. Ugh. <laughs> They're hugging. I'm dying. Yeah. 
Next. But it's cool. Don't worry about it. So fucked up. Next. Sorry. Aww. Next. Huh. <laughs> oh boy. Oh, maybe I'll stop crying now. <laughs> Christ, man. That. Oh I, I'm not God. sure, but that may be my favorite conversation in all of Homestuck. Yeah. It's yeah. probably the best one. It feels. It's really, really good. It feels really real. Yeah. Yeah. Which is crazy because it's two people <laughs> talking about their perspectives on alternate timeline versions of each other. But you're right. <laughs> oh my god. Well, I mean, just the way Dave describes living in an abusive household. Yeah. Right. Just. Just. Oh, oh god. I'm messing over the Dave and Dirk one now, though. Aww. Aww. Both ones are very good. Yeah. Uh, the, um. Bottom row, Roxy and Callie one is the mayor sitting next to a sleeping jade. Yeah. He is way horrible. Yeah. Uh, but. No, I just. Yeah, that, that was. That conversation's so good. It's, it's really, yeah, really I, good. My heart hurts. Yeah. Dave, yeah. he's so good. He's so good. Oh, we have to finish this tonight. <laughs> I can't. I think we can. I think we I think can. We can I yeah. I cannot let this sit. We have to keep going. Okay. Next. Uh, who wants? To, you want to take Kanaya? I'll take Kanaya. It's been probably like twenty minutes since I talked. Oh, it's it's okay. I was like, <laughs> man, me and Luke are just gonna fucking destroy Molly here, <laughs> mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get destroyed in the process. That, yeah, that, see, that's, I almost didn't want to take Dave for all of that because I'm like, no, Molly, Molly has to destroy herself. But no, I showed mercy. <laughs> oh, I would have just been a crying mess that whole conversation. Yeah. That's not the ideal. <laughs> I, I know we, we need, want to need to move on just for time, but just like him talking about like, and then I got to hang out with people who actually cared about me. It's like, oh man, like that. Oh, yeah. God, that hurts. Oh God, that hurts. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. I, I think the part that hits me the most is he's like, no, all my friends always complained about their home lives and I didn't realize that their stuff was fucking bullshit compared to mine. Yeah. Why? Like, why did I get the shitty one? Right. Why, why did, did I get, get a nice life? One? Yeah. We have to stop. I'm gonna start crying again. Stop it. <laughs> stop it. I'm gonna start bawling all over my desk again. I can't do it again. <laughs> I won't say that this next conversation won't solve that. No. Nope. <laughs> It'll be for different reasons. Okay. <sighs> Somebody take Roxy. Somebody start this, please. Hey. Next. Yes. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Next. <laughs> hey. You said another hey. Are you going to say hey again by any chance? Hey. I knew it. Another hey. <laughs> Next. Kanaya. Guess what? My first guess would be more hay, 
But if the thing to guess is the reason you're saying hey at me several times, I confess to being stumped. I got something for you. You do? What? That's the thing you gotta be guessing. Next. Is it the thing behind your back? Yep, but you gotta be more specific. Is it a little piece of paper that says hey on it? <laughs> <laughs> oh no, that would have been so funny! Oh no, you're, you're pretty funny. Damn, now I wish I'm gonna go back and start the whole sheet over so I can do that punchline instead. Maybe we should do several rehearsals first just to make sure the final performance is as funny as possible. Yes! But no. What I have for you... Next. <laughs> is this! She shows the matriarch. Ta-da! Next. <laughs> can I, can She's I can't very surprised. It. Yeah, next. She takes it. Next. Is it... real? Yeah. I mean, as real as I can make it. Which I think means as real as the thing that it is and always supposed to be when it, the idea is expressed as purely as possible through physical matter. Wow, what? It's a real alien egg. Bottom line. It took a lot of work and I guess voidy soul searching, but I finally made it. Just for you. For me. Yep. Hey, I know I don't know you too well. We just met, but really, it was always gonna be for you. This egg is stinking useless without someone who's qualified to care for it. That's you. Please look after this little guy. I developed a, some oddly motherly feelings with this spiky fucker myself. It was like this whole quasi-intellectual emotional saga of something for me to figure out how to make this freaking egg. It's a matriorb. Yeah, that. I I can't. I don't believe this. How is this possible? I I still don't know how you did this. Eh, don't worry about it. It's just powers. Whoosh! Magic noises. Voila! Instorb. Just add the subtraction notes. Nothingness. Next. And she sits <laughs> down. I have to sit down. She's starting to cry. Next. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thank you. Next. No problem. I, I didn't think it would be this easy. I mean, not that it was easy for you by the sound of it. What I mean is I thought it was going to involve an arduous and lengthy process for myself to undertake in order to figure out how it was even possible to reconstruct the orb, let alone actually do it. Nah. Nah. Nope. So instead of all that, it's just handed to me like a nice present. I don't know what to say. This changes so much about everything I thought I had to do. Does it? The way I see it, you shouldn't need to worry about making the thing. I think it'll be challenging enough, like, hashing it, tending all the stuff that comes next. Isn't that basically being responsible for the preservation of an entire race of people? 
like not even a single kind of not even like a simple kind of people like all go about having their own babies themselves and such you have to set up and deal with this huge creature that does it all herself right yes that's how it works and yes that will be probably very challenging yeah so just focus on that I'm sure you'll have help if you need it. I mean, after all this shit's over, obviously. Hey, speaking of which, how'd it go in there? Did you do the thing? Yes, I think we did the thing. Our frog should be good to go. We? Oh yeah, Carcat came too, didn't he? Where did he go? Oh, he, uh, he's still in the cave, um, meditating. Meditating, huh? Yes. It was a very spiritually uplifting encounter with the denizen. It really, uh, um, blitzed our chakras? He needs some time to clear his head. <laughs> okay. Next. Like, well, one, I just love, like, the what they're kind of doing with this is, like, they're kind of subverting a lot of, like, what you think stories need to end as. Yeah. Like, you know, like, right. jo- like Rose made the joke about her character not having a satisfactory arc. Right. Um, but, like, can I thought, like, no, I, like, have to go through this whole long personal jor- journey to get this thing. And Roxy's like, no, you don't. You kind of already did, and you're going to go through something. So just here. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, it's, hey. It's really nice. Right. Instead of all that bullshit about how things are supposed to work that you learn from, like, movies and books... And the entirety of this comic. Right. How about we just be good friends to each other? Yeah, Yeah. it's the same thing with Calliope coming back. It's like, no, she didn't come back, like, like, to help with the fight or turn the tide. She just came back because she's She's a really good friend. She's just our friend and we need her. Yeah. 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 It's like, um... Like we were saying before, like, during Caliborn's masterpiece, like... Narrative contrivance is a tool Caliborn uses to control people. Right. And they're, at this point, just saying, fuck it, no, we're just going to do what we feel like. Right. Yeah. I love it. I love also, it. Also, I love that, like, Roxy, uh, it, like, it has, like, birds on her, like, she's, like, fucking, like... Yeah, she's a fucking Disney princess. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, you're Rose's girlfriend, right? I don't know. Is that what humans call a mate sprit when the mate sprit is a girl? Uh, I don't know. Is a mate sprit the thing trolls call each other when they have our girlfriends or boyfriends with each other? Yes. <laughs> and, uh, the answer is yes. Yes. <laughs> I mean, okay, it was kind of obvious. I just was making sure. Anyway, that's cool. Did you meet her on your fancy meteor vessel? In person, we met there, yes. Originally, we first spoke while she was still in her session. I assisted somewhat, but I think I bugged her mostly. That seems like a lifetime ago now. So I guess you must have gotten to know each other a lot better during the trip. Yes, we had a lot of free time. I bet. Man, three years was it. That's crazy. A whole bunch of people who only just met, including humans and aliens. I mean, trolls. Whoops, sorry if that's rude. We call each other aliens all the time. <laughs> uh, they, 
Then you all immediately have to hunker down together for three years? That is very much what happened and what we had to do. Sounds fun. Kinda wish I could have been there. I guess I had my own less long stint with people in my session. Only like half a year though. Which was cool and on its own, but it wasn't nearly as social as your scene sounded. It was pretty social, yes. But we also had little groups who generally convened with each other more often than the entire ensemble crowded together for a singular noisy affair. Such events were pretty rare, so maybe not as social as you are picturing. In fact, it was quite a subdued situation compared to the crowd I was formerly accustomed to congregating with. There were 12 of us back then. Yeah, wow. I remember hearing about that from a friend who never existed from this frame of reference. I guess that's another weird thing about my little sojourn to get to this point. It's all made of memories now that didn't even happen for other people. That does sound like a lonely predicament in its own particular way. A sort of sacrifice you've had to make, yes? Yeah. Sacrifice abounds, it would seem. I don't know of anyone presently alive who hasn't had to trade something very important to them in exchange for continuing to be a material seeker in this endeavor. You were forced to trade something too, but in return you've been able to do something. Something so wonderful that... I guess I'm judging your accomplishment from an especially personal vantage, but no matter what else you've been through, I believe you can say you've done something as important as anyone could ever hope to do. Ah, yes. I hope so. I really hope it all works out and you make a super successful troll world, too. Yeah. I want it to be a good place. Not so much like where I'm from. It all sounds really daunting, actually. Not even just the propagation of my kind, but managing to do it responsibly. Just causing millions of beings to exist for the sake of doing so, and dismissing responsibility for what sort of people they become. That isn't good enough for me. I think Echidna was right. I'll need him. Who? Oh, nobody. Let's say it was a figure of speech. I'll need everyone. Whoever is good and wishes to have a hand in the way our world is shaped. Next. Count me in. I will. But as of the immediate point in time, I don't know what to do anymore. Huh? Before you came, I was on my way to join you and Rose and John, feeling quite sure I was about to get ready to fight. But then you gave me this, and now I'm unsure of everything to which I just imminently committed myself. How so? I want to help us win, but I also have a lot of responsibility now in a way that is much more tangible and also spiky and round and sharp than just a few moments ago. And I feel I have to consider risk to myself is now also the same as risk to the future of my people. Does that make sense? Oh, I see. Yeah. It's like a... They say a mother wolf being a... say a mother wolf being all ready to stand up to some other asshole of nature, like a nasty bear, and she's ready to fight and... All, but she's also got to think about what happens to her pups if she gets hurt, yeah? Something like that. Except I'd relate more to an analogy that didn't involve weird alien creatures. Oh, sure. Just imagine instead of a wolf, it's like a mother, uh... Help me out here. 
a muscle beast. A beautiful mother muscle beast. Instead of a bear, it's a, a Metroid. Uh, let's say good enough. Damn straight. But fucking fight of the year right there. It, yeah, that, that concern is completely understandable. You don't gotta fight if you don't want, but I'm sure we could really use the help. Would I actually be as much use? I think so. I look at it this way. None of the next-gen troll stuff is even going to matter if we don't win this fight. So we have to priorities beating all these goddamn villains, especially the witch. And extra edge is going to help. And though I admit I don't know much about you, I'm feeling pretty confident in my assessment. You're probably some sort of deadly bitch. Who told you my secret? I knew it. In fact, I would bet that you could use your concern for all your future space pups to be way extra deadly in this fray. Uh, maybe you could make the whole difference. The point is we need you now just as much as anyone in the future will. And we're all risking stuff and all this together. And if you're with me and Rose and John, don't worry. We ain't gonna let anything happen to you. I promise. Dang. Dang? That was really motivational, and I feel very inspired now. For real? Yes. A little corny, but definitely genuine and moving. And now I'm suddenly psyched again to go dunk a narcissistic fishwoman into a sea dumpster. Fuck yes. Not to project myself as someone fickle or lightly swayed on big decisions, but it was just a roughly 30 second spell of cold feet and I just snapped out of it. I don't know. But you really do seem to have a way with motivational words. You must be a natural leader. I think your group was lucky to have you. Me? Nah. I'm not actually good th that at all. I mostly just yell at my friends because they were such a gackle of frustrating bozos. I guess I'm just feeling way inspired by the fact that everyone's here together and we're all just about to try and do something huge and important. I also watched John in action a bit and he's very good at stuff. He's actually so good at being inspiring. He's inspired me to try and be more inspiring. That sounds dumb as hell, but it's true as, sh it's true as shit. Also love that he's got no idea how good he is at literary stuff. It's it's, it's so good, inspirationally friggin' adorable. Hmm. Next. The, the, the best Kanaya line. You seem like some sort of deadly bitch. <laughs> who told you my secret? <laughs> yup. Shall we go, then? Next. We hella shall. Next. <laughs> and they fly off. Yep. Next. Oh, and now all of... Uh-oh. <clears throat> Uh-oh. Uh -oh. They've all turned red, and now we have Vriska, Mina, and the other Vriska. Vriska, Mina, Vriska. Next. Uh, who is gonna take... <laughs> I'll take Mina. You'll right. take Mina. Uh, Which Vriska Luke, you want? I'll take no parentheses. Okay. Current Vriska. Yeah, that's current Vriska. Okay. Futch Vriska versus... Futch Vriska versus straight Butch Vriska. 
I'll be taking this if you don't mind. Not that I care if you mind. For that matter, not that there's any chance you could possibly mind what anyone does with this deadly secret weapon, since you've made it perfectly clear what sort of person you want to be. Which is to say, someone who's dedicated her entire existence to being utterly useless. Wait! Which version of me are you? Are, are you alive? Be quiet. I'm talking. Look at you. Just look at you. How completely pathetic. What? What's your problem? My problem is you make me fucking sick. Did you know that? That it's possible for you to go so far down whatever toilet you decided to jump into however long ago that you could literally make your own stomach turn? I mean, my god. What are you talking about? Is it my new clothes and tattoo and stuff? Look, I remember feeling that way too, all stuck up about certain- It's not your new look. I mean, not that it's the slightest bit flattering, in fact, I think it's perfect for you. I couldn't possibly imagine a style more impeccably suited to what a loser you've become. Loser? Hey, come on, I- I- Yes, loser. You're a loser. I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but that is what you are now. Next. Ooh, boy. <laughs> are you really so far removed from reality that you can't see it? Did this transformation happen so gradually that you didn't notice? I find it hard to believe, and frankly more than a little disturbing, that some version of me could let this happen to herself without being at least somewhat aware that a dreadful decline of personal integrity was taking place. I'm not a loser, though. I like who I've become. I actually feel happy and good about my life for the first time in maybe forever? Like, actually good about my life in a way that feels real instead of forced. Don't you realize what it was like for us? You don't have a life. You're dead, remember? I'm the one with the life, and I fully intend to use it in a relevant and constructive way to help bring an end to all the horrible shit that's been going on for way too long. Remember when you used to care about that sort of thing? No, obviously not. Now all you care about is how bullshit hipstery fashion trends, feeling happy, and whatever the fuck it is you're doing here, just frolicking with some horses in an ugly field or some shit? Just absolutely disgraceful. How could I have become so selfish? You do know this is selfish, right? This isn't having some fucking epiphany, or like, growing as a person, or whatever self-serving spin you might be putting on what's happening here. It's just plain narcissism, the worst kind you're capable of. A total renunciation of any responsibility for contributing to the greater good. And it makes me fucking sick. No, that's not what it's like! You don't understand, you haven't, like, been through... Been through what? I've been through plenty. Don't get patronizing with me. How did you die again? Weren't you being stubborn and insisting on going off to fight Jack, even though it was obviously an ill-conceived plan that was going to get everyone killed? There it is again, making it all about you, even when you did something trying to be heroic. You let that need blind you, and you did something really stupid, basically leaving no other option but for you to get killed. So since you started your journey as a ghost with that little feat of self-absorption, is it any surprise that after how many pseudo-sweeps floundering around as a lost soul, this is where you end up? Shamelessly self-indulgent, punk-ass nobody? Wait, are you saying you didn't try to go fight Jack? What happened? How... How are you the version that's still alive? I don't... Different shit happened. And from that point on, I started making better choices unlike you. Contrary to your lazy, fakey, happy shit, I've actually grown as a person. What do you think of that, you frivolous, dithering bitch? 
Jeez. Ooh, boys. Next. Molly. Frisco really hates hipsters. Molly, it's <laughs> it's so much fun watching Friska be mean to people, but what if the person she's being mean to is Friska? No, I mean, like, it's still good. <laughs> <laughs> no, nothing's changed here. This is still good content. <laughs> I'll, I'll say I don't like this part. No? <laughs> no. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> you kind of used your risker voice there, and it scared me a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right, that's fair. I was I like, taking I, a I drink. Have to like me, I'm the hero. <laughs> I, I, I'm looking at this page we just went to, and Briska is so angry she's making like a ugly face. Yeah, <laughs> like her neck is tucked into her chin, and it's just. She's no, like disgusted. No. I get where you're coming from, Ashley, because this is a Vriska who's like actually happy with herself and fine right. with the choices she's made. And you have somebody else coming in and saying, no, to be happy is to be selfish, which is inherently untrue. Right. Is that is that where you're coming from? Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it later after okay. this. Yeah, that's fine. Honestly, I can barely even stand to look at you. I should really get out of here and spare myself the nausea. Yet I keep standing here wasting my time dishing out this well-deserved smackdown. Maybe I'm paralyzed by disgust. Why are you being so mean to me? Mean? I'm just telling it like it is, sister. The truth is often harsh. There's something you used to understand. But now you appear to be the physical embodiment of everything I detest. God, I just can't get over your shitty makeover. Ugh. Hey, did you... Did you gain weight, too? Oh, come what? on. No, I didn't... I'm not... Yes, you did. I'm not blind, you know. I'm not fat. Sure, tell yourself whatever you want. Whatever lets you be at peace with your new life. <laughs> Why are you saying all this stuff to me? What did, what did I ever do to you? I don't under... <laughs> Holy shit. This is actually getting to you, isn't it? Unbelievable. Well, that tears it. You really are beyond any sort of redemption. Fucking incredible. Whatever happened to having a thick skin? Not letting stuff roll off your back. Not letting shit get to you, because you always knew you were better than the one slinging it. I guess this is what you call happiness now. Letting a few tiny little barbs shatter your self-esteem. You aren't happy. You're a hilarious train wreck combined with a sad punchline, and I'm ashamed to share an identity with you. Stop it! Yeah, this is awful. <laughs> Yeah, it's yeah, no. It, quick turn. <laughs> quick turn. Yeah. Next. Yeah, Risk is crying. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't worry, Circuit. I'm done here. I'm off to go do something useful like winners do. Something you wouldn't know anything about anymore. Uh, just leave me alone. How can I... How can I have ever been so awful? Okay, this is just getting embarrassing. Time to shove off, though, truth be told, I should probably delay killing Lord English a little longer, just so he can put you out of your misery. Just go away! I hate you! Your wish is my command, loser. Time to get some awesome shit done and grab the reins on a relevant, proactive existence. Shit, I'm feeling more adventurous and worthwhile as a person just thinking about it. Anyone who feels the same way is more than welcome to join me. Say, how about you, punky-looking Pixis? Does that sound like it might be the cut of your jib? Don't talk to her! She doesn't want anything to do with a piece of shit like you, and neither do I! Thank your stupid treasure and your smug garbage about relevance, and get the fuck out of here! 
Come on, Mina. Let's ditch this evil hag and go find something else to do. Oh, Next. there's a lot of eights. Yeah. There's a lot of eights. Riska, you know, ghost Riska walks off and... Yeah. Mina's just standing there. Yeah. Next. Mina? What's wrong? C come on. Yeah, uh, Riska, um, listen. What? Next. Uh-oh. Yeah. Mina didn't seem to be that happy. <laughs> nope. I, uh... Ah, fuck. I don't know how to say this. What is it? I think I might go, actually. Wh ah! Wh what? With... Riska, I mean, that one. Next. No! No, please, Mina, you can't! I just... I don't know if this... This whole thing is... Fuck. Mina, no! It's not like I'm agreeing with her on a lot of that stuff. It's just... I'm bored. But... I, I thought... You... You liked... I, I did! I, I mean, I do! I'm just sick of sitting around, not being a part of anything. I always have some action, you know? Want to go kill a bad guy. Okay, yeah, I, I get that. Hey, me too. Look, see? I, I do too. For, forget what I said. We can go fight him together. Just not with her, okay? I couldn't handle that. It, it can be just you and me. Yeah, see? I, I don't... I don't know about that. Thing is... I think what I'm saying here is, as great as it's been, it's, like, really great. I think this has got to be it. It? Yeah. Next. No. No, 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 no. Why? Mina, please, don't do this. You heard the lady. She's made up her mind. Stay out of this. Next. Mina, you have to stay. I don't know what I'll do if you're gone. I I don't have anyone else out here. I'll be all alone in this fucked up place. I never told you this, but it's terrifying here. It's terrifying being dead and having to live through memories forever and dealing with the fact that nothing really means anything. It's infinite, and it's dark, and it's all being ripped apart, and you're the only one who ever made me feel good about being here. You're the only one who made me feel good about being anywhere. Please don't, Mina. Ah, uh, Riska, damn. Why, why is this shit so hard? Not even lying, this is like the hardest shit I ever did. I can't even fully explain, it's just... How I think it's gotta be. But it, it, it doesn't. You don't have to do this. Yeah, I think on this on that point, we're just gonna have to algae to disalgae. I, I cannot believe you're doing the fish pun thing while you're breaking up with me. Sorry, Cirque. Just the way of my peeps. This is rough. Yeah. 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 Mm. yeah. 
Next. Here's the thing. I don't think any of the stage she just threw at you was true. I like you a lot and all, but like, she has a point on one thing, which is, you changed a lot. Not better or worse or anything. I ain't qualified to make that call. Just different from the way you were when we met. Tapier, I guess. I don't know, man. It, if you say so, then yeah. Ooh. What I see, though, is someone who's gradually turned, like, vernable with a shell. And, like, it's, that is, like, scary to me because of the way I am. I don't think I'm really the sort of person to be trusted with those kind of feelings. See, the problem is you don't actually know me very well. Nobody does. And the main thing about me is, um... You gotta account for, or I guess I gotta account for, without the feelings. People I don't want to see get hurt is, um, how do I say this? What you need to know is, like, next. I'm. Next. Bad. Aww. Aww. Next. What a panel. Yeah. Yeah. Yeesh. So we were, I almost wanted to like allude to like, oh, Vriska might do something you don't like. And I almost want to say she's mean to somebody that I don't think you'll like her being mean to. I mean, uh, yeah. Like, and it's, uh, it's, it's a weird, it's a weird thing and it's complicated. Yeah. I don't. Cause like I do think like me and right like maybe they don't work well together like it's oh, a, sure. they I, had I, a relationship I, yeah I think the Mina Vriska thing is yeah the like, Mina Vriska thing that's fine that they is can a break sidebar from the Vriska Vriska yeah. thing the Vriska Vriska yes. thing happening here is really intense yeah eh it's two flawed people who are like. You know, obviously kind of the same, but in different ways. They're flawed in different ways. And they're just ripping each other. Well, one's ripping the other. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It's complicated. This, I I don't think this bugs me as much as it it maybe... I don't know if should is the right word. Sure. But... uh, As much as it might. As much as it might, yeah. Yeah. This this doesn't really get to me that bad, except for seeing, like, the ghost Friska be this upset. Like, right. that's... It's upsetting to see people upset. It's not a... Right. Yeah. Like, like a whole thing. That's all. Yeah. Uh, next. I, I remember that you were saying, when you were alluding to this, Luke... Yeah. You were saying, like, someone is mean to someone in a way that you probably won't like... And yeah. honestly, my thought was, is, like, John, like, I know, like, that John has been shitty about homosexuality before. <laughs> is John going to be shitty about Rose? Oh, man. I would have believed you if you told me that happened. Yeah. Where, where I was like, well, he, like, had that whole, like, he was really into the whole shipping grid thing. So, I like, guess he, like, no, Rose, we got to be, like, together to right preserve the humanity. So yeah, goofy. but that always seemed like a joke. Yeah. Yeah, like eventually he turned never into a joke, but yeah. yeah, like. Yeah. Yeah, so. Anyhow. Mina's walking away. Yep. 
No, Mina, wait! I, I don't care if you're bad! I mean, I don't even think that's true, but I don't care if it is! Please don't do this! Don't go, at least not right away! Can you just stay a little longer so we can talk about this? Sorry, Briska. I... She was already unhappy before this, so... Yeah. Yeah, yeah but Next. this was gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. I'm really sorry. Next. Time to say goodbye, Mina. I just did. Let's just get out of here, okay? You got it. Next. You've made the right choice, Pixis. Yikes. Next. Ah, uh, she's... She's crying. Yeah, they're both crying. Now let's go round up that army. Next. Okay. Jane? Or... Right, I need to... Oh, yeah, there's... Yeah, there's text, right. Let's try this choice thing again one more time. This time only with two choices. Nice and easy. Hey, works like a charm. Two sweet, simple choices for two sweet, simple kids. There you go. The one last gluttonous chomp at the free will pie before you all say goodbye. Don't say this website never did anything for you. Don't you dare. (laughs) Let's go to Jane. The one we kind of like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. This is a bright, bright. Who's doing what? (laughs) I'll be Nana Sprite. All right. Okay, I'll take Jane. All right. There you are. Nope. That's too Calliope. That's Callie. That's Callie. <laughs> Woohoo. <laughs> no, I'm trying to, like... No, I gotcha. <laughs> you're calibrating. No, I know what you're doing. Yeah. Mint julep. <laughs> julep. <laughs> I, I don't know if you heard... That. I don't... We... I don't know if I put that in the episode, but at one point I needed to talk to Aridin, and I yeah. went mint julep, and it killed Molly. <laughs> no, no, no! It was in. It was when he's a sprite. Oh yeah, yeah okay. a long way to go. Yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll put that in the episode though. Yeah, it better be. <laughs> I can't there wait to are. get to the ones oh, with no. uh, where we're trying to land on that accent for Aridin. Oh, it's so good. Because we try to give him a Boston accent at first. <laughs> Christ. Uh, anyway, sorry. There you are. I have been looking forward to meeting you, dear. You have? Who are you? I'm you, but most know me as John's Nana. Hoo-hoo. Oh, yes, he told me about you. Gosh, pleased to meet you. Nana, I guess I should call you? Suits me. Calling you Jane might feel a little strange. Also, perhaps disrespectful? Uh, and why is that? It is my name, after all. Yes, but you are my senior by many decades, I gather. And you have so many more years of life experience and wisdom, and you seem to be dressed like a clown. Who? Not to disparage your fanciful attire, I, I quite like it. I just mean that you've been through much more than I can imagine. I couldn't call you by that name. It'd feel wrong and flippant to treat you like my equal. But really, Jane, the honor of meeting you is all mine. I have been looking forward to it 
and so much since I learned of your existence. Ever since I've spent that one day helping John through his session, there hasn't been many reasons for me to feel particularly worthwhile. Yes, I tended to him and his sister for several years, baked for them, lent a sympathetic ear when needed, but in a way, it's been a lonely life for me since my acid fell into this silly old sprite. I've been strictly an auxiliary actor, there only to serve others even during my greatest moments to shine. So when I heard of you, a version of myself who was a true hero, so young, empowered, and set to embark upon a life filled with consequential deeds, I was absolutely giddy. I knew we had to meet. Oh, oh my. You, you really feel that way about me? Yes, Jane. I do not mean to suggest I regret the way my life has gone, of course. I lived a humble life, free as intrigue and adventurer as possible, by choice. You see, I grew up in dangerous circumstances. I knew how cruel the woman who raised me could be, and what she might do to me or the people I loved if I made waves or demonstrated any sense of defiance. So I lived simply. I started a family and operated a quiet joke shop. Though I've always knew trouble was brewing. They were the best years of my life. Yet I always had a little more knowledge than I ever let on and used my understanding in subtle ways to help those to whom the torch would be passed in this great fight. Then I made the transition from knowing some things in life to knowing a great deal more in death. Being resurrected as a sprite endowed me with a very deep knowledge of the game in its broader circumstances. I was in peak form, a true harlequin wise woman, and there were nary a question I couldn't answer. Then the dear kids asked their session and cast themselves into the unknown. I'd ventured with them, and so I too lost my bearing on the nature of what lay ahead. I went from my prime, a state of all understanding, to a state of absolute uncertainty, for the first time about as long as I could remember, I had no idea what to expect next. It was quite freeing in a way. I had a wonderful three years in the ship with these lovely children. I thought little of what challenges were ahead. But when I did, my thoughts were always drift towards you, Jane. Thinking about you and his, this adventure you were about to begin, it made me feel like a child again. It gave me the feelings I used to have for the limitless potential of life before my stepmother snuffed them out, confronting me with the reality that life should have to take a considerably more limited shape if I wish to survive. So when I look at you now, I see the potential I had as a child finally being realized, and in much more special ways than I would have ever imagined back then. It makes me so proud to see your heroic young woman ready to make a difference and forge your own destiny. I just wanted to tell you this before you go off to battle. Oh, oh, jeez. Nana, I don't know what to say. Thank you so much for those inspirational words. Hoo-hoo. I think John was really lucky to have you as a sprite. Not to mention a grandmother, of course. It's no wonder he appears to have his act together. Maybe I would have been better off if I had someone like you to advise me from the start of all this. Maybe I wouldn't have felt so lost. It's normal to feel lost, though. 
And believe me, needing to find your own way in time would make you a lot wiser than having an old lady around to spoon feed you all the answers. In any case, you have me now. I think it's been quite a long time since John had needed my guidance. The boy has grown so much since he clobbered me with a joke book on that fateful day. From now on, I'd be pleased if you would consider me your sprite. Wow! Oh my goodness, yes, please! In fact, I heard from the cat girl that you and she are on healing duty in this spectacular fray coming up. It so happens that healing is my specialty, next to baking, of course, and pranks. Why don't I assist? That would be great, too! Oh, and Jane, one more thing. Just so you know. Next. There are actually two of me! <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, because there's the one from when, from this session, like this version's universe's uh, Jade ship, and one from. Uh, right. The, the sure. one John took brought over. Next. Jane gets pied right out of her shoes and wraps. Yeah. (laughs) Next. And knocks her socks off. Yep. (laughs) She goes flying. Next. (laughs) (laughs) Next. They were back to. And Jake. All right. Am I, uh,. Am I taking? Am I still Tavros Sprite duties? <laughs> yeah, you could keep doing Tavros Sprite duties. I could take Jake if you want to take a break. Actually, you've been doing like a million. Okay. Tavros Sprite, thank you for surreptitiously scooting away with me to my planet. I hope they all don't think of me too much of a soggy knickerbocker for ducking off without making the rounds and saying goodbye. Oh Just God, to... I forgot how good your Jake is. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed to get away and clear my head and I guess get my dander up for this great green man fracas I'm solely content with, apparently. Say, Tavros Sprite, you'll help me out with this impending pugilism, won't you? Oh, yeah! I'm definitely ready to bring the sick fire to those guys alleged to be inside an enchanted oven. boy, Tavi! Oh, oops, is it okay if I call you Tavi? Yes, I love it! Actually, wait. No, I think I won't on second thought. Tavi sounds fucking stupid. Yeah, probably. Uh, uh, okay. So we're agreed, then. We wait here, limber up, flex our stupendous guns a bit, and let's sail our haymakers once the circus trundles into town! I probably understood that remark and agree. I just wonder if there's anything else for me to do aside from kiss my knuckles and lather them with elbow grease. And turn my ten favorite boys out for a bracing constitutional, you know? Uh, no. Should I be soul-searching or straining my brain to have some sort of magnificent epiphany about myself? Is this... is this it for me? Is this all there is to understand? Uh... Maybe there's only so much ragged wood a man can scrape from a barrel's basement. Maybe sometimes a fellow's gotta fess up to the fact that all there is to get about him has been firmly gone already. 
I've pretty much concluded that I'm a complete waste of everyone's time if I bother busying their <laughs> lives with my brand of beeswax and buffoonery. I settled square on the determination that I need to just be alone for most of my life, and you know what? I'm perfectly okay with that idea. I'm just a lunkhead and a loner, and that's that. What else is there to wonder about myself or my future except which face is deserving of my fist? Since you put everything that way, and since sometimes it's hard to disagree with a lot of consecutive words, I think I agree with you. Maybe you've figured out everything about yourself that matters. That would be awesome. Let's both put extra effort into hoping it's true. That's the ticket. I love my aspect. It feels so empowering every time I want to feel like something's real when tons of facts are missing. I really am a lucky son of a gun, aren't I, Tavi? Shit, I mean Tavros Sprite. Ugh, what a bad nickname, sorry. But yeah, that's pretty much what the doctor ordered for old Jake English. No romantic stuff, no platonic stuff either. I'll be like, Mr. Non-Rom Sandsplat. Or, no, horse noodles. There has to be terminology that more effectively consolidates my present understanding of myself into a coherent identity I can get enthusiastic about. Maybe the troll lingo has the answers. Or maybe I'm pioneering some sort of shadow quadrant system. Oh lordy, wouldn't that be a swift kick of the nether dumplings? What do you think, Tabby boy? Should I take my idea to the troll patent office and make a mint? I don't think we have a thing like that. Also, all of my people are extinct, and my planet is badly exploded. Oh, yeah! <laughs> Whoopsie! But, yeah, tragedy situation's not in consideration. I sympathize entirely with your social impasse, causing not good reflections about yourself, but maybe also double as liberating stuff about you that you randomly decide is fine suddenly. Old acquaintances and guys you once called friends, those are very hard, uh, because over time they get exposed too much to all my flaws and insecurities, and they start liking me less because of that. At least... That's how the truth feels in my brain. So I start thinking maybe they can't be that important to me after all. If I'm going to want to feel not sad about myself all the time. But then also I really do enjoy making new friends. And even though I don't have many talents or battle skills or intelligence or discernitive positive qualities... One thing I'm good at that people underestimate is making new friends who don't know my flaws yet. Yeah. Yeah! Cheese and crackers, Tavis, what an inspirational little spiel that just was! Mayhaps you're more concealed talents than you let on! No, absolutely not. But thank you! Tavermeister, are you okay? Achoo! Achoo! Heavens to Murgatroyd Pork Tavenue, what's the matter? Meow. <laughs> Speak to me, Lobster Tavioli. <laughs> Meow. Hey, Ricky Tiki Tabby, lay it on me, bro. Do you need to go to a hospital or what? <laughs> I just, oh, Listen. they're so fucking losers. Listen, Jake's not a great character, but he has his moments. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, 
Oh, how about we call you Tabby? I'm like, Tabby's like, yeah, that sounds great. Like, actually, no, that's so stupid. Like, yeah, I guess it did. Oh! <laughs> I love Jake just sitting there. Is there anything, like, worthwhile to me as a character? Nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> He's just... I feel really bad. Yeah. Because they just spent... I feel like at the beginning they wanted to come up with something for Jake. Sure. And then he couldn't. Yeah, so then like Jake's Hussie character, like, yeah, he like, wasn't was like, bad from the jump. He had potential, right? And then they just kept going. Well, no, I don't have anything for you, buddy. It's fucking creative gave him nothing, right. and now he's just some jobber. Yeah. <laughs> are you are you saying that Jake English is the Zack Ryder of? <laughs> <laughs> Let's no, see. he's more the he's more the Dolph Ziggler, and that like at first you're like, no, I want this guy to succeed, but now when he shows up, he's like, fuck off, <laughs> fuck you, yeah, I don't want to yeah. see you anymore. Yeah. It's not even I, I don't even feel that strongly uh, negatively towards Jake anymore. It's just kind of sad, right? I just he's just wide, like, is is this it for me? Is this all there is <laughs> yeah. to understand? And then he's like, I guess so. <laughs> it's just it's just really pathetic that yeah he, they just. Nobody even tries to, like, convince him otherwise except fucking Tavros, who has no redeemable qualities. Well, and John. And John. John has tried to convince him otherwise. But Jake's whole thing is like, oh, I guess I'm meant to be alone now, and nobody confronts him about that. Right. Like, it's okay to want to hang out by yourself, but you don't have to be. Like, he, he's talking like he's destined to only be by himself forever, and that's right. just not sitting well with me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, next. <laughs> Well, right back into the front, Pan. <laughs> <laughs> next. And next. And we're right back here. Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, oh, no. Not, not you. Relax, my spinning acquaintance. I have just the magic thing for you to become a... I'm a magical being squared... Take this curative tablet. It will make these cat algae slink away as they saw a raccoon out, out the window. Oh, yes. Thank <laughs> Thank you. Next. Wow. It worked like a charm. I love magic. I'm so glad it's real. Couldn't agree more. The pillow is a placebo, by the way. It was actually one of the buttons for my velvet pillow. <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Magic Sorceress Catwoman, for your ensorcelled curative placebo button. This is going to change my life. Yeah, I thought you wouldn't understand what that meant and that the button would continue to do the trick. I'm so pleased as usual. See, I was right. Not that it was ever in doubt. Now. Next. Towers just ate a fucking button. Nope. <laughs> just ate a button. <laughs> Someone just told him to eat something, and they was like, and they're like, "Hey, this was a button." <laughs> and he just went, "Okay." Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't give a shit. Oh boy. Since that hideous brouhaha has spittled mucus and shouting has subsided, peace and quiet has revisited these hills, and I'm free to do my work. If is the most important work that has ever been undertaken on, on even attempted in this gloomy session. You there, master of this land, tell me where's your colonel spite? Ah, uh, 
Never mind, don't know anything, haha. <laughs> I was only asking to play formality since it's right there in plain sight. Next. Well, we knew what she wanted to do. Yep. And yep, she's got Nepotus head. <laughs> yep. Uh, Jake, drum roll, please. Uh, hold. Hold on, I'll go, ah. Uh... Don't you dare actually play drums. It was a figure of speech. Next. <laughs> I do love that he went to go find a drum yeah, set. Yeah, like, I, well, I, I guess I could make a drum set. Like, I feel like in if the music, like, subplot of Homestuck had kept going, like, J- Jake would have played drums. Yeah. 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 Roxy would have played synth. Okay, <laughs> let's go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, well, hello there, beautiful. Fret, no such more sweet princess. For as long as I'm here, I will never, you will never suffer such indignity again. How could anyone let such monstrous injustice happen to one so dear? What filth would dare to debase you in this manner? To say it was the most martialization of a bright and pure spirit? To say it was murder? This would be too flattering of the perpetrator. What happened to you was nothing less than the desecration of a masterpiece. My mystic kitty cat sensed the divine that you have been treated for a stretch of your life far preceding your demise. I detect that you may have been toyed with and disrespected by none other than the supreme puppeteer of the unrepented heart sh- it himself. And who would dare claim a greater atrocity has been committed in some godforsaken furl of Paradox Place? Say it now, and I will hiss and growl and curse your name. Next. Kisses the... the Kisses the disembodied head. Yep. <laughs> You're gorgeous, dear sweet Nepeda. You deserve only happiness and fulfillment. And from this moment forward, I shall see to it that you are the only... Th- that these are the only things you'll ever know. So she's gonna make a new Nepeta sprite and then combine herself with that, and it's gonna be really dumb. <laughs> Next. She just oh, she just backhand tosses it yep. like over her shoulder. Next. It would have been it would have been great if she missed. <laughs> oh god, yes. Oh shit. Oh no. She hits. Next. Hey, yep. There's Nepeta. Hi. I think we can all agree. What the finale of Homestuck really needed was Nepeta. Yeah, yeah, no. Next. The return to Nepeta quest. For sure. Oh, oh no. This is great, technically, but... Oh, no. She's not Next. even a cat, my dude. It is not hard even to a cat. Sneeze. No, I get it. Oh, yeah. Next. Help! I need. I need another. I need another magic pillow button. Hmm. <laughs> Nepeta's maybe a bit freaked out by yeah. all of this. Yeah. Next. With sound. With sound. Oh, I'll it. Jake's phone's going off. Somebody's getting a call from Vriska. Yeah. Is, do I just need to go to the next page for this? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, next. Oh, it's Jake. Yeah. <laughs> okay, next. Hey, anyone there? Yes, I'm here. Who's this? 
Hi, is this Joke I'm speaking to? Yes. Hi, Joke. Nice to hear from you again. This is Friska. Who? God damn it, never mind who. The really attractive and outspoken girl you just saw in t- uh, jump into a window a little while ago, remember? Oh, yeah. Uh, hello again. What can I do for you? Glad you asked, buddy. You know, for a mostly inconsequential wimp, you're very polite and have a great attitude. Thanks, I'd try my best. Is Tavros there? Yes, he's sneezing a lot, though. Probably due to the recently surging number of cat people in the vicinity. Would you like to speak to him? No, no. God, no. That would just waste time on a lot of his pointless hemming and hawing. My business here is really simple. I just need you to close one more significant loophole before you start all fighting. This is the final remaining task I'd reserve for Tavros. He doesn't know what it is yet, though. So I'll need your help, Joke. Sure. What do you need? I need you to reach into your pocket. I... my pocket? I... don't these things... don't think I have pockets. I'm just wearing a snug pair of underpants. No, your hoodie pocket. Oh! Shit, these things have pockets? (sighs) Christ. Also, yes, this is Joke. Hello, this is Joke (laughs) speaking. (laughs) Next. It's the Crocker Mouse. Yep. Okay, reaching into my pocket now. Next. What the hell is this? How did this get in here? Don't worry about that. Just throw it on the ground. Alrighty. Next. Throws it. Next. G-Cat. Oh, G-Cat. That's right, yeah. Next. Yeah, oh yeah, I forgot that we have a god-cat around. Yeah, Yeah. just chillin'. Uh... Did he take the bait? What? Did the cat pounce on the mouse? Oh, yeah. Good. Now tell Tavros he has to grab that cat. It's mission critical. Okay. Oh. (laughs) Oh, boy. Next. Hey, Tavros Sprite. Uh, you. The bossy troll girl says you need to apprehend this feline I have apparently summoned. She says it's really important. Oh, um... (laughs) Why? It's like part of the mission she was going to give you or something. Uh, yeah, okay, that that makes sense, I guess. Next. He comes on over. Next. All of these are, all of them are idiots. Yep. (laughs) Got the cat. (laughs) Next. Yup. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Next. Oh, oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, 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 uh. G. Sprite. Yeah. Next. Oh, God. <laughs> now, every time he sneezes, the green a sun energy. sun energy happens. Yeah. yeah. Next. And Tavros is now allergic to himself. <laughs> And he falls asleep. Oh, Vriska puts him to sleep. Yep. Next. You still there? Yeah, what happened? I had to neutralize another wild card threat in that session. 
Who the fuck knows what that first Guardian cat would have done during your battle? Or for that matter, to what extent it's still in the service of the Condacy? Cats are pretty mysterious, after all. I needed to take it out of the picture. The best way to do that was sweep it into the body of a person who's much more manageable and mentally suggestible. Tavros can ride out this whole battle while sleeping peacefully now, which frankly is better for him, and a lot better for all of you now that you don't have to worry about another brainless, omnipotent critter screwing around wreaking havoc. You just have to make sure he doesn't wake up until the action's over. Same rules apply to him that apply to Jade. So, he's like that permanently now, right? Yep, that's how prototyping works. I made sure he was never double prototyped over the course of the session for this exact reason. Sometimes it takes a little patience and long-range planning to make sure the loose ends are tied up. But, doesn't that mean he's allergic to himself? Is he? I don't know, man. I never really knew how bad his allergies were. You know what? Whatever. When this is all over, I guess he'll also have to deal with a little sneezing now and then, but he'll have a bunch of totally sick godlike powers, so that's pretty cool, right? Look, kid, you're a little new to the extended scene of everything going on here, but there's kind of been a long-running history of people underappreciating how much shit I do for this guy that kind of looks about as actually in his best interest. He'll wake up, acclimate to his new existence, and when the time comes, I'm sure he'll be thanking me later. I see. Mm, yeah, when you put it that way, I guess you're right. Maybe old Tavi's actually pretty lucky to have a friend like you. There you go. See, Joke, you're a lot smarter than people give you credit for. God. Next. <clears throat> Everybody who agrees with me is a genius. Right. Anyway, I can't stand around all day yakking about this. I, all in all, this was really a minor chore to take care of. I've got a much bigger fish to fry out here in the ring. Give my best to everyone there, and good luck with the fight. <laughs>